Dr. Tony Stone, Chief of Staff, Lake Ridge Health. Interesting fact about Dr. Tony Stone, he has my old job. <laughs> I was... Oh, really? I was released because of a big scandal. Yeah. <laughs> big, big scandal. I was guilty of nothing. Those pills went missing on their own. It wasn't me. Sure. Anyhow, Dr. Tony Stone doing a much better job than I ever did in that position. Doctor, how are you this morning and Happy New Year? Hey guys, happy new year. I'm good. How are you guys keeping? Uh, we're, uh, I guess, okay. I mean, we're, we're trying to, to do what we do. I guess we're essential. So we're here. And then when we get home, we'll, we'll be locked down because that's exactly what's going to happen uh, as of midnight, I guess. And then, uh, they're saying that's what needs to happen now. You agree? Yeah, I actually totally agree guys. And I think, um, if we, this is, this is, this is a pain for all of us. You guys know that. All your listeners know it, but we know from uh, what's going on internationally that that if we if we in fact do follow the lockdown, and I know it's tough, but if we follow it, um, we'll flatten the curve and we'll bring it down, just just like we did in wave one. But uh, when we say lockdown, this is I think the confusion in this province and maybe this country, and we we see other countries, Australia, New Zealand, these that that really went into full lockdown. Ours is kind of this hodgepodge of I don't know and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Grocery stores, pharmacies, of course, still open. Big box stores still allowed to sell everything from condoms to bananas. It, it really, it, it seems uh, ridiculous that those are allowed to be open and others aren't. And I think this is part of the frustration. I agree. If we're going to lock down, let's shut her down as much as we possibly can. But to have this, that, and the other thing, if you had the hammer in your hand, if you were in Doug Ford's position, doctor, would you go into like serious, more strict lockdown, or do you really believe this is enough? Well, okay, so now you got me on the spot. What I'll tell you is, um, <laughs> we can we can move on if you want. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, the, the funny thing is, uh, look, if if there's, there's always going to be arguments, and I think there will always be these, you know, these these discussions about did they get it exactly right. And we were kind of on, you might say, lockdown light up to up till now, and now it's a, it's more aggressive. They didn't do a, go with curfews because they're shutting everything down at 8 p.m. Uh, and and uh, I think at the end of the day, it's still on us individually, and you know this, and some of the listeners, it's on us individually to just do the right thing. And uh, so uh, I don't know if it's possible to fully enforce lockdowns for 14 million people it's it's probably that we need to set the tone and then say to people like just do the right thing and uh and we'll get there so dr uh, dr tony stone chief of staff of lake ridge health the tone has been uh repeated now for about 10 months and and, and what ha- that has been is that if we don't curve this uh, it's going to cause a major strain on our hospital system and uh and the numbers keep going up and the strain is there, capacities will become an issue. We heard recently that they were actually talking about transferring some patients from hospitals uh, that are running out of room to others that have room. What can you tell us about the capacities uh, for, for Lake Ridge Health and Durham? How how dire are we now? Yeah, we are, we are not dire. Um, we, we do have right now um, 40 patients with COVID in our hospital. But we are part of just so you just so our listeners know we are part of this this um, structure that that covers a large part of of uh, southern Ontario at least across the waterfront where um, uh, regional hospitals will help each other out 
uh, when they are stretched over capacity. This has already been happening in the GTA, and we've already been um, taking patients from uh, other hospitals at times to help them. And what we're doing is we will be working with uh, other uh, GTA hospitals and hospitals further east of us like uh, Peterborough Regional or Kingston or others. Uh, and we, we are basically creating a network or system to make sure that uh, everybody in Ontario gets the care they need uh, when they need it. Uh, and the only way for us to do that is effectively, as this, as wave two really crests, to be able to um, move patients so that they get the care they need. So, so, so you, you know, you can see that at times there might be some inconvenience, but better to get the care than uh, to not have places for, to care for people. We we saw a doctor, I guess it was in uh, Burlington or Oakville, where they put up that portable mm. uh, hospital. Is that something that that Lake Ridge would be able to do if uh, if it ever came to that? Uh, you know, if if um, we, like I don't think I hope with this with the lockdown, I, I'm hoping we're going to flatten the curve and we won't even need to go that far. But we will be having discussions with um, senior leaders in Ontario Health uh, about uh, what we need to do beyond what we're currently doing. And just so you know, during Wave One, we went through. Um, in fact, all regional hospitals went through a, a major um, planning process for um, surge, and this included the ability to surge if we had 200, 400 COVID patients. So so we, the plans are there, and they're already laid out. Uh, hopefully, we never have to uh, execute them. Dr. Stone, uh, with the crossing into 2021, everyone thinking you know, well, there's a light now at the end of the tunnel. There are vaccines here, uh, hopefully by, well, as the Prime Minister says, September. <laughs> anyone who wants a vaccine will get one. How are we doing on the vaccine front in Durham? Uh, we we have done a, a, a very good job, and I, I want to give a shout-out to um, uh, our whole team, a couple of key leaders who have been leading this, Colleen Wilkinson and Julie Goldstein, and, and there's a whole host of folks underneath them that are helping. So we, um, you know, we started with, uh, and everyone knows, we started using the vaccine on um, priority healthcare workers, uh, and then we we got the word that we needed then to move the vaccine into long-term care. Uh, and that started last Thursday. So we, we started vaccinating uh, long-term care residents and staff. Uh, and, and amazingly, uh, our team has been phenomenal. Uh, so we expect to have all long-term care staff and residents, or most of them, done by end of day tomorrow. And then after that, we're moving on to... Um, to uh, across all the retirement homes. Uh, I think you guys, most people probably are aware of phase one about capturing high-risk populations, and that's what we're doing. So we're really pleased. We're emptying uh, the freezers. You know, people are worried about uh, how effective are we at, at doing that. But we've been very aggressive at getting the vaccine out. So uh, in your opinion or time-wise, do you see it falling in line with the Prime Minister that we should all be able to get needles by September? Or do you think people in Durham might get lucky and get a little ahead of that? Um, you know, it, it depends entirely on on this, um, you know, the supply chain. Mm. It's it's like PPE in wave one. Uh, we are very hopeful that that the timelines for receiving vaccine uh, are exactly what the federal government hopes. Uh, we expect that to happen, you know, but but that's what it depends on. So so I, I see what, what I think is going to happen is 
the initial uh, phase one uh, with the high priority populations is going to keep going through uh, January, February, and probably into March. And then will be then I what I understand will happen is the flow of vaccine will dramatically increase. Um, and we we are uh, preparing, and we work with, we're working with public health closely, and we'll be working with primary care. We're preparing to um, get that vaccine into arms as quickly as um, we can get it. So that's that's the game plan. Well, if that van driving around to the long-term care facilities and retirement homes wants to swing on by the rock, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, people, you're connected. If you if you can get them to just pull in and stab us in the arm like Keith Richards in the, in the early seventies, <laughs> we're in. <laughs> you know, you know, if, um, you might be high priority, and they might be happy to stab you in the arm, but we're going to have to check. All right. right. Well, I know Dougie Elliott, our afternoon drive guy, and Lucky and I. If if, if uh, some strings can be pulled, I believe we're very important to the community. <laughs> then uh, we would uh, we would certainly line up for that. You are you guys are essential workers, and uh, and we absolutely will get you in in line exactly in the right sequence. Perfect. <laughs> Way at the back of the line. <laughs> well said. <laughs> My last name is Ven. <laughs> I'm always at the end of the line. All right, doctor. As always, thank you, sir, to your staff, everybody. Please stay safe. You're doing a, a hell of a job, uh, day in and day out. We have huge respect for all of you. So thank you for uh, what you do, and uh, hopefully we'll have a, a more lighthearted conversation next time we speak. Yeah, it's a pleasure, guys. Take care. Cheers. There he is, Chief of Staff, Lake Ridge Health, Dr. Tony Stone.